Hey, what do you say we talk a little sports? Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7, and it's brought to you by Spring Hill Suites. You ready? These guys are. It's Jenna and Justin. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sports Central here on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin, sitting along with my good friend, Miss Jenna Kidd. How are you this evening? I'm good, and this is really excited. This is a new kind of voice duo we got going on <laughs> <This> here. This is. <laughs> uh, the usual host, Ryan Buckley, could not be with you all this evening, so I have stepped in. Uh, before we jump into it, because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, not so much on the local level, but definitely on the national level, there's a lot going on right now. Um, that we want to talk about this evening. So we're going to jump into it. But uh, of course, I think from all of us here on Sports Central and here at Hall Communications, we want to wish everybody in our listening audience, um, hopefully they're happy and healthy after the storm last week. Hopefully everybody received, if any, uh, minimal damage. But uh, above all else, hopefully everybody is happy and healthy. And we thank you so much for being here with us this evening to uh, listen to Jenna and I talk some sports uh, with you. So thank you for tuning in. But let's jump into it. As we mentioned, uh, Mother Nature is, uh, had, a, had a thing last week. She is undefeated. Um, so she postponed a lot of stuff going on here on the local high school level. Yeah, she postponed about 10 different high school football games just in the county alone. Um, one of those games has already um, been made up, and that's Victory Christian. Um, and they beat Zephyr Hills Christian 40-12 to 12 on Monday. Um, one is being played on Friday. That is Ridge Community in Haines City. Um, and they will play at Haines City. Three games will be played Monday, so a little bit of Monday night football action. <laughs> that will be Lake Region at Auburndale, Davenport at Lake Wales, and Tenorock at Mulberry. Bartow at Winter Haven will be played on October 24th. Bishop McLaughlin forfeited its game against Lakeland Christian, so Lakeland Christian, you know, slid by with that one. Nice. And then coming up, Winter Haven will take on Tampa Catholic. Okay. So, so there you have it. Uh, unfortunately, missed some games last week, but most of them will be made up here in the near, very near future. That's an interesting concept, Monday Night Football here uh, locally. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's a big thing nationally, but local, high school, Monday Night Lights. If uh, you don't have anything to do next Monday, there's plenty of opportunity to go check out some high school football. Um, like we said, hopefully everybody's happy and healthy. Fields are obviously in decent enough shape that they can get those games back in here pretty quick. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of good local uh, football being played here in the next few weeks. On the college level, uh, talking some football as well. Last week, Florida Gators, Florida State Seminoles, they were uh, played a few games as well. The Gators hosted the Eagles of Eastern Washington University last Sunday. Yep, handled their business mm-hmm. by a score of 52-17. to 17. Uh, that's a cupcake win for them. Should, oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, Eastern Washington, I don't even know Eastern Washington was a, was a – University, but yeah, but you know, a lot of these underdog teams have actually been winning, so they were kind of. No. Nah, I was kind of like, I mean, no. they could, but I'm I'm glad to see that Florida pulled through. <laughs> um, Florida, they're in kind of a transition year. They got a new coach uh, mm-hmm. there under the helm, so they're. I don't think anybody really had too high of expectations for them going into this season, but um, I, I think he's got them moving in the right direction. You know, the program seems to be playing well. Once he gets some wins under his belt, hopefully he gets some marquee wins. You know, Georgia's kind of slipping. Not saying Florida's going to beat Georgia. Oh, yeah. um, you know, they're uh, here in a couple weeks when that happens there in Jacksonville. But uh, if he gets some marquee wins, then recruitment comes a little easier for him next uh, next spring and into next season. And you never know, man. Maybe the Gators will be back there on the national level, uh, compete for championship here in the next few years. 
But the Florida State Seminoles, um, I think they're surprising some people. They nationally are. ranked. That's they my were. team. They're not anymore. Oh, okay. After their, their loss last week against Wake Forest, they fell yeah. out of the rankings. Yeah, and I'm there. It the the kicker, the kicker really got me. Okay. He he was just fumbling the bag all over the place. <laughs> all right. He was he was not there to play. They definitely could have won, but let me get off my soapbox about them. Um, they did lose, unfortunately, thirty-one to twenty-one. Um, so they came into the uh, matchup ranked twenty-third. Okay. Um, and then uh, Wake Forest was twenty-two. Unfortunately, now with the new AP polls coming out, the Seminoles are no longer ranked after suffering their first loss of the season, which hurts me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but after the last few years, uh, at least kind of sniffing the rankings has got to make you feel good about the direction they're headed in. A hundred percent. I mean, they've made a whole, you know, complete kind of turnaround, definitely from where they were a few years back. You know, and I think they they play in the ACC conference, so the juggernaut of that conference, obviously, over the last, I don't know, close to a decade now has been Clemson. Mm -hmm. Clemson is not the same program that they were, you know, in the Deshaun Watson years, even the Trevor Lawrence years. I can't even pronounce the young man that's their quarterbacks now. It's, I'm not even, DJ Ukulele or something like that. (laughs) I'll go with that. We'll go with that, yeah, yeah. But... I say all that, that to say that the Florida State's got an opportunity there in the mm-hmm. ACC. You know, if they if they continue to play well this year, they may find themselves in the ACC championship game. And like you said, there's been some upsets this year already. Florida State could surprise some people and maybe sneak away with an ACC championship. I wouldn't be mad if they did that. I'm sure you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. So uh, Miami Hurricanes, the other team in Florida, uh, who's pr- arguably the best program in Florida right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, did not have a game this week or this past week. They did have a bye week. Their next game comes up this uh, weekend. They play at home at Hard Rock Stadium against uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. That's going to be a good game. Should be a good game down there, uh, Miami against North Carolina. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's it's so funny. You know, I always see very colorful cars. This this is going to loop back around. I okay. Um, I'm, you know, I'm with you. in like just all like decked out, and I'm like, what is going on? And then they get closer, and it's always orange, green, white Miami fan. They love to deck out their cars in complete car wrap of just Miami. Uh, they they do have a very loyal following. You know, I would say their their fan base is a little bit more, uh, I guess, eccentric than mm-hmm. you would than maybe Florida State or Florida, uh, some of the bigger programs there in the state, but. Um, you know, I think that harkens back to like the early '90s when Jimmy Johnson was there, and those teams were winning national championships. They were they were a different breed. They kind of changed the game of college football back then. A hundred percent. And uh, the that fan base has kind of kept that same edge, mm-hmm. if you will, and they they love to display that edge in any way, shape, and form, like car wraps. Right, right. That's and sick. then I kind of sound like a little fan because I have, I'm a plant mom. I love my plants, and so I have this plant. It's called a hurricane plant. And his name's Sebastian because that's their mascot. The name. Ibis. So, right? Yeah. Right? And I'm not even a Miami fan. It's just, it just kind of happened that way. Well, not a college football here <laughs> uh-huh. in the state. I like it, even though you're from Ohio. Yep. You could have named it. What is the, uh, what's the Buckeye's name? A Brutus? Brutus. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to call he, him Buddy, but. No, I think that could work. He got pummeled the other day. They had kind of like, you know, those giant hamster balls? Okay. Yes. Yeah. They had like a race, and some guy just blasted him in the end zone, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that nut has fallen. That nut has fallen." Wow. Yep. With that being said, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a good one. Thank you. Um, before Eric pulls out the hook here on the first on the uh, first segment, I do want to mention because next segment we're going to talk about uh, MLB playoffs. They're right around the corner, and uh, later on we're going to do some NFL pickums. When I uh, get the opportunity to host, I love to uh, just go through the NFL slate of games for the week upcoming week. Do some NFL pickums. We'll see how much Jenna knows. Uh, with NFL, but uh, let's talk a little bit about your sport for the next couple minutes. Soccer, World mm-hmm. Cup. Believe it or not, I didn't realize it. It's next month. So exciting. Unbelievable that it's already here. I know. It's like the best kept secret in all of sports. <laughs> right? I mean, they make a huge deal out of it in the very beginning, and then they like kind of go silent. Right. Like they're, all the, the group placement and all that, mm-hmm. there was this massive deal. Everybody was so enthralled. Where's U.S. going to end up? we finally in. And uh, you forgot that it was even happening until uh, mm. FIFA updated their rankings today. And believe it or not, believe it or not, but uh, Brazil is going to go into the World Cup next month as the odds-on favorite. They're the number one team in the world. Uh, just ahead of Belgium there at number two. But uh, our country, the U.S., is in Group B as they go into the World Cup. And that is the toughest group mm-hmm. based on these latest FIFA rankings. I believe England sits at number five, the U.S., then comes in at 16, Wales at 19, and then Iran at 20. What are the expectations for the U.S. going into uh, going into the World Cup? Get out of group play? Is that? Yeah, I think that that's, or maybe win a game. Win, okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll keep the bar low. Right, right, right. Uh, no, but I remember Buckley and I were watching the draw, and Brazil popped up, and we all were like, darn. Uh-oh. <laughs> that, that's horrible. Um, but, you know, I hope that they do well. I mean, I feel like they've kind of come full circle yeah. a little bit. So I hope that they're able to, you know, at least get out of group play. That'd be nice to see. I know I remember watching the guys, you know, back when Landon Donovan, Tim Howard mm-hmm. were on the team. They weren't they weren't great, but they had they were always in games. They had yep. an opportunity in matches, excuse me, had an opportunity. And you felt like there was a chance they could make some noise mm-hmm. in the World Cup. And they, the U.S. men have really struggled, whereas the U.S. women are – on a whole other level. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, you know, so it'd be interesting, it's going to be interesting to see what the men can do next month as they go over to Qatar for the World Cup and see if they can make it out of group play. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned for that. Eric's pulling out the hook on us here on segment one. Come back with us on the other side of segment uh, for segment two as uh, Jenna and I talk some MLB playoffs. Talk Radio 96.7 back in the saddle and ready to talk some more sports on Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Jimmy John's. Let's do it. Here's Justin and Jenna. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, to segment two here on Sports Central on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin. That's Jenna. And as promised, let's talk some Major League Baseball. But before we jump into the playoffs, which, uh, believe it or not, are here. They start tomorrow. Um, Record was set. Aaron Judge hits mm-hmm. home run number 62 uh, a couple nights ago. Um, you're a, you're an athlete. Obviously, you play collegiate sports yeah. uh, here in uh, at Weber. What's, uh, what's your opinion on the record? Is it uh, – um, you're not a baseball fan like I am. Yeah. But obviously, Barry Bonds set the record back in 2001 um, and hit 73 home runs. Okay. Single season record, but a lot of baseball purists, if you will, claim that there's an asterisk next to that record because Bonds was obviously convicted of using performance enhancing drugs, mm-hmm. and obviously he had assistance with hitting those home runs. Hundred um, percent. But and now people are saying Aaron Judge has the quote unquote clean record. 
I would I would have to agree with that. Yeah. I would say that you kind of just scratch Barry Bonds off, and then you, <laughs> you know you kind of just scratch his name off the plate, and right. then you put on Aaron Judge. I mean, he's done it, you know, the right way. So agreed. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I've played the game for 15 years growing up, so I'm a baseball purist at heart. Um, now there's a there's a side of me that I fully understand. Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, all those guys cheated. Mm-hmm. They use PEDs. I get that, but I will go to the ends of the earth arguing the fact that it, the hardest thing to do in any sport for me, in my opinion, is to hit a little round ball with a little round bat coming at you 95 miles an hour. Mm. I don't care how many steroids you take. You have to be talented to do that in and of itself. Yes, I agree with that as well. I mean, obviously they were talented enough to get to the major leagues. Right. Um, did they have a little bit of help? Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. but I think the most of it was them. Like sure. naturally them, truly, yeah. but... But they did have help, so I would I would have to agree. Uh, you know, my my baseball purity in my heart sees Judge as the home run king because mm-hmm. he's done it the right way. Yep, a hundred percent. And he's he's just so good about it. Like the yeah. 60th, he got it back from those uh, kids. They didn't ask him for money or anything. And then the 61st, yep. he said that no, that um, the Blue Jays fan dropped it, unfortunately. And then on the 62, you said that he gave that to his mom. Correct or sixty-one? He, he gave, gave to, to his, his mom. mom. Okay. Yes, he did give to his mom, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But Judge is a very humble guy. All he wants to do is go play the game, and he plays it the right way. Granted, he's six-seven. Um, so he's a monster of an athlete, oh, but um, he. It sounds like we have a caller. James. <laughs> James. Hi, James. Hey, how y'all doing, gang? <laughs> We're doing well. I want to pick your brain. By all means, name the three. Name the three people who just uh, uh, did that before the uh, judge did one. Before that was uh, Bonds, but before that was Roger Maris. Say that, James. Say it one more time. You were breaking up. It was was it Roger Maris, the other person uh, that had the home run application? Well, Roger Maris. And it was Babe Ruth. At first, it was Babe Ruth, and then Roger Maris. I thought, right? Or what's the uh, sequence? Yep. Yeah, so Roger Maris hit, or Babe Ruth had 60, Maris hit 61 in 1961, and he had the single-season record for decades. Um, and then Bonds and, not Bonds, excuse me, McGuire and Sosa actually broke his record in 98, um, but then Bonds broke their records in 2001. Uh, I believe Sosa got up to 66 at one point, McGuire got up to 68, if I'm not mistaken, and then Bonds broke that in 2001 with 73. I still say that there's only really three baseballs that you should have right now. Of If someone was ever going to collect them, it would be those three. It would be Ruth, uh, Roger Maris, and then Judd. I agree. Well, I think Jenna and I both agree, and, James. And another thing is whoever uh, has that collection, just think if they had all three of those balls oh. in their collection. Uh, priceless, man. They would be like, like six million dollars, I think. At least, at least, buddy. That that would be an unbelievable collection for sure. Yep. Y'all have a nice day. Thanks, James. James. Appreciate you calling, buddy. <laughs> Bye. And that's that's so funny that you say that because you know you're like priceless, and to me, I'm like, oh, that would be cool. But like, if you're gonna give me six million dollars, I would take six million dollars. But you're like, no. I would sleep next to them, right. say good morning and good night to them. They would have their own case <laughs> yep. on a mantle with a light, uh-huh. climate controlled. Yep, they would 100%. be protected with infrared sensors. <laughs> Absolutely.
Absolutely. Before we do get out of here, I want to touch on uh, the MLB playoffs real quick because they kick off tomorrow, believe it or not, the wild card series in a new format. Uh, the seeding is set. The first and second seeds in each league both get buys into the divisional round. The wild card round starts tomorrow in the AL running down the three through the sixth seed. Cleveland Guardians are taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. And the fourth and fifth seeded uh, series are the Toronto Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners, which actually broke mm -hmm. the longest postseason drought in major sports. Not just oh. baseball. It was the longest in all four of the major sports. Oh, wow. They That's awesome. hadn't made the playoffs in over two decades. So, oh, Well, I yeah, hope they, they go far just for that reason. They are now there. And then on the NL side, the Cardinals taking on the Phillies in the 3-6 and six matchup and then the 4-5 matchup, the Mets and the Padres, which is going to be, for me, unbelievable series, the Mets and Padres. That'll be fantastic baseball to watch. Um, Jenna's like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy you're happy. There you go. You know? And then, of course, uh, you got the Dodgers and the defending World Series champion Braves and the NL side, and then the Astros and Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees on the American League side. For me, from a baseball perspective, if I had to pick a series that I would most like to see here, I'd love to see uh, Seattle make some noise on the AL side. The Blue Jays have a great young team, too, as well. So one of them probably on the AL side. And then on the uh, NL side, the Cardinals are a great story. The Braves have a great young team. The Padres I like as well. We'll see what happens. Before we get out of here, and I know um, you probably didn't see this because you're not a huge fan like I am, but the Cardinals have three guys. You know, you've probably heard their names, at least two of them. Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, and Albert Pujols. Mm -hmm. Molina, Wainwright, and Pujols all retiring this year. Their last home game at Bush Stadium, the manager went out, took all three of them out of the game at the same time so they could leave together. They've played together for years. Standing ovation. Gave you chills. Wow. That's, unbelievable. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I'll have to look that up. So, that's something worth seeing. Yeah, it's really cool. We'll see what happens. Major League Baseball playoffs start tomorrow, 12 o'clock, first game. Card Guardians and Rays. Um, check it out. That's going to do it for segment two on Sports Central. Stay tuned as Jen and I give you our NFL pickums. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Inside Edge. In the sports chairs, Jenna Kidd, Justin, take it off, guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment three of Sports Central here on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. As Eric said, that's Jenna. I'm Justin, bringing all the sports to you this evening. And as promised, something I like to do when I get to host, so we're going to do it tonight is the NFL Pick'ems for the weekly schedule. And uh, I don't advise that you take these to the bank because Jenna and I have no idea what the heck we're doing, but we're going to have fun with it. Can you imagine? Like, we bet on all of your picks. We lost. <laughs> right. I like that disclaimer. Let's, uh, let's not advise that because uh, we are by no means any expert. But uh, we're going to talk about it. We'll see what happens. Uh, tonight, the uh, week kicks off with Thursday Night Football. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, which a lot of people I thought, or uh, including myself, Thought would be better than what they have been this year. Currently sitting at 1-2-1 one, and one, uh, in their record. Go out to Mile High Stadium in Denver to take on Russell Wilson in the 2-2 two and two Denver Broncos. What do you think? I'm, I'm with, I think that it's going to be a very boring game. Yeah. <laughs> um, seeing that tickets are as low as 69 bucks, But I think that I'm going to go with the Broncos to win. Yeah, I... 
that's tough. See, both of them are losing. Uh, don't have their number one running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor out for the Colts. Javante Williams, unfortunately, tore his ACL last week for the Broncos. He, so he is out. Russell Wilson just not uh, living up to that $186 million guaranteed contract Denver gave him this year. Matt Ryan looks like he's about 55 um, <laughs> playing. So I, I agree. It's going to be a very boring game. Yeah. Both teams have good defenses, uh, but I'll I'll go with you. I'll give the home field advantage and the win to the Broncos. Then uh, moving on to Sunday, the second game of the year in the International Series out in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, Chris Caprios, a big uh, uh, our colleague here at uh, Sport uh, Tourism Sports Marketing, big Tottenham Hotspur fan. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, big hmm. uh, big Tottenham fan. Hmm. You guys can bond over soccer. Yeah. Have to sit in his office and just talk his ear off. Yeah, he'll love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, New York Giants, surprising New York Giants, the G-Men, three and one, take on A. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers, um, who a lot of people knew going into this year, Aaron Rodgers with no Devontae Adams as he left in free agency to go out to Las Vegas and play for the Raiders, doesn't really have a great receiving core, and it's kind of showing in these first four weeks. Uh, the G-Men. Didn't have a lot of expectations going into this year. Saquon Barkley, their uh, running back, has been healthy, knock on wood, uh, and he's living up to expectations just like he was in his rookie year. He, he's playing well. Uh, they got a great coach in there now who's building that program right. Um, G-Men surprising people, but uh, I'm I'm going to lean on uh, the experience in the two-time defending MVP, A.A. Ron, and the uh, Green Bay Packers to win that one. I'm going to go with the Giants. Ooh, upset. Yeah. Yeah. Upset special. Don't ask me why. I, I don't know. I we just, need to have like uh, sound effects with like a siren. Wee. Right. Like right. upset. It's, <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, everyone's like, no one wants to hear your opinion. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Okay. But like, that's not, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. You know, that's why I said the same thing about Draymond Green. So it's like, I want him to lose. Okay. There you have it. Yep. Don't bet on that. But that's, uh, <laughs> Right? Uh, don't bet with emotion. Don't bet with Jenna emotion. Jenna does not like Aaron Rodgers, so they're going to lose. <laughs> right, 100%. Now, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going out to upstate New York to take on the 3-1 Buffalo Bills. Pittsburgh sitting at 1-3 and right now. They have announced that their first-round draft pick, Kenny Pickett, out of the University of Pittsburgh, is going to be the he's QB1 moving forward. He is going to start this week. It's a tough assignment to go into Buffalo to play against that mm-hmm. defense. Um, so, I... Ugh. I don't, I don't like that situation for Pittsburgh. Buffalo has looked beatable. Um, they did get beat by the Dolphins mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. The Ravens were up 17 points on them last week and should have won that game, but let Buffalo back into the game and ended up – Buffalo, of course, ended up beating them last week. So the, the Bills haven't looked great. They're finding a way to win, which good teams do. Uh, and the Steelers have got a lot of issues to work out. Kenny Pickett in his first start, good luck to you. But I think Buffalo wins that one. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Trubisky wasn't doing anything. And I w- but, like, I wonder if anyone's worried about Kenny's hands. You know how they're like, Kenny has really small hands? <laughs> I wonder if that's, like, a fear. Like, what if he drops the ball? Uh, well, he didn't have any issue throwing it last week because he, he threw it three times to the opposite team. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um, yep, you just solidified Bills. Okay. Yep. There you have it. <laughs> we'll see. You. I... Uh, I worry that Mike Tomlin's record, he has never had a below a 500 record as a coach for the Steelers. I, I worry that's in jeopardy this year. It's going to be a tough year for Pittsburgh. Yeah, They need to run the ball. 
But they need an offensive line to run the ball. They got a lot of issues. <laughs> Buffalo wins that game. Sorry. Easily. Sorry to my wife, who's a massive Pittsburgh fan. Mm. All right, L.A. Chargers going to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns and Jacoby Brissett. Both teams 2-2. Two and two. Justin Herbert still nursing torn rib cartilage there. Uh, Chargers have a great team. Browns have that vaunted running attack with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I still like the Chargers to go in and win that game. Yep. So being from Ohio and knowing many Browns fans, my mom's a Browns fan, they always find a way to lose. Yeah. Always find a way to lose. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. There you have it. Yep. Just the Cleveland curse. Yep, 100%. Chicago Bears, Justin Fields at 2-2. They travel in to, I believe it's MetLife up there, and take on the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, went out to London last week, got that W. Uh, I like I like Minnesota there at home. Uh, Chicago's got too many issues as well. Yes, I agree, but I love Justin Fields, obviously being a Buckeye. Um, yep. But I think the Vikings for sure as well. Detroit Lions, who oddly have one of the best offenses in record books, uh, but also have one of the worst defenses in the same record books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they sit at one and three. They travel out to uh, Foxborough to take on my New England Patriots at one and three as well. New England uh, most likely going to have their third string quarterback Billy Zappi uh, playing again. So um, I don't like their chances here. I think Detroit may goes in and beats them. I have to pick Detroit. That's my team. There you go. So it's it's an easy one. But they're also like the Browns. They always find a way to lose. They do. So it's they like, do. You know. But I like I like Dan Campbell. He's got them playing well. Yes. They're playing hard for mm-hmm. him. It's so funny. I always say like, yeah, they always find a way to lose, and everyone's like, but Dan Campbell is amazing. He's gonna <laughs> like, bite kneecaps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith go into the Superdome down there in the French Quarter to take on the New Orleans Saints, who are trying to get healthy. Uh, they got a lot of injuries right there in New Orleans. Um, that's going to be an interesting game, but it's tough to go into that dome and beat the Saints. I like New Orleans. I have n- no skin in the game. I'm going to go Seahawks just to make it fun. All right, there you go. Miami Dolphins go in, uh, excuse me, to MetLife. Yeah, Minnesota does not play at MetLife. The Jets and the Giants play at MetLife. Dolphins go into MetLife to take on the New York Jets, who have their starting quarterback back last week. They beat Pittsburgh. They're 2-2. Two two. Dolphins 3-1. Got Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy two gloves. He wears two gloves when he plays. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Um, just like Kenny Pickett. Wears two gloves. But they call him they call him Teddy two gloves. Teddy Bridgewater. Who's What position is he? Quarterback. Oh, he's, on, he's playing quarterback. Oh, yeah. They normally only wear one. Yeah, usually. But mm. Tua Tagovailoa out this week with that concussion last week. He suffered last week. So, mm. Teddy, two gloves under center for Miami Dolphins. Trying to keep them on track as they go into MetLife and take on the Jets. Jets, uh, they got – they got. I think they're finally moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like uh, Teddy Bridgewater to keep the, keep the helm steady and win that game. Yep. I, I think the Dolphins are going to take that one home. All right. Eric's going to pull the hook out on us. So we're going to run through these real quick. Falcons going into Ray J to take on the Bucks. Both teams two and two. I like uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And he's playing. His shoulder was messed up, but he is. Okay, he is playing. Mm-hmm. I like the Bucks there. Titans and the Commanders. Uh, Commanders have got some issues. Carson Wentz is not a starting quarterback. I think the Titans win that game. Yep, agreed. Houston Texans winless. <laughs> going to take on uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, who look much better than they did last year. I like Jacksonville. Jacksonville as well. 49ers, 2-2, two and two, travel across the uh, country to take on Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. I think the 49ers there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush, the undefeated Cooper Rush, and the Dallas Cowboys go out to uh, Southern Cal to take on Matthew Stafford, defending Super Bowl champ Rams. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Stafford looks terrible. 
I think the Cowboys win that game. Oh no, I can't. I can't stray from him. Lion, I gotta pick him. All right, We're gonna, real quick, Eagles and Cardinals. I think the Eagles stay undefeated. Yep. Bengals and Ravens in Sunday Night Football. Ravens. I'm with you there. Raiders and Chiefs, Monday Night Football. Chiefs. There you have it. Take it to the bank or not. That's going to do it for segment three here on Sports Central. Stay tuned. This is Jen and I tell you what's going on here locally in segment four. Sports Central back on your radio. Brought to you by Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. Ready to talk some more sports? Well, the fourth and final segment of Sports Central's up. Sitting in the chairs, Jenna and Justin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth and final segment. As Eric said, that's Jenna. I'm Justin. Talking sports with you here on Sports Central. Talk 1430 and talk 96.7. Jenna and I got the power for another five minutes anyway. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little local college. Uh, Florida Southern. Moccasins, my alma mater, believe it or not, got an ice hockey team. They're set to take on the University of Tampa this Saturday over at the Lakeland Ice Arena, currently sitting at 1-0 on the season. They've had two postponed games, one against the University of Florida and one against USF. Uh, those date, or those games waiting to be rescheduled, uh, where Florida Southern will probably end up losing, but it's all right. <laughs> Isn't that a club team? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's definitely not like uh, Division Two, like Sunshine State Conference or anything like yeah, that. Okay. That's like Quidditch. It's uh, a club team. All right. Men's and women's swimming set to open their season next Friday at 4.30 at the Shark Invitational over in Davie, Florida. Uh, The Invitational uh, giving the Mocs a great opportunity to start their season off on a strong note. Cross Country set to take part in the Royals Cross Country Challenge this Friday. Um, This will be the third meet for both the men's and women's cross country team with the men having two second place finishes in the women having one second-place finish and one sixth-place finish. And then the eSports team getting ready to play the League of Legends versus the University of Michigan tonight. Ooh. Wow. Look at them playing mm-hmm. the big dogs from Ann Arbor. Florida Southern College will be broadcasting this match live on Twitch tonight at 8 p.m. The Mocs currently sit at 15-6 and six on the season. Look to continue dominating tonight when they take on the Wolverines. 15-6? and six. Who I hope, knew? I hope they crush Michigan. Just crush Spoken up. like a true Ohio State Buckeye. Yep, 100%. Jenna, how's Southeastern doing? So looking at their volleyball team, uh, Fire Volleyball lost to Weber National University, my alma mater. Um, and then, so this Saturday, the Fire will take on St. Thomas University at home. Um, women's soccer, Fire Women's Soccer defeated Georgia Gwinnett College on Tuesday with a score of 2-0. and And then football, uh, Fire's football most recently scheduled game versus Ave Maria University was canceled due to the impacts of Hurricane Ian. Um, they are currently 4-1 and one on the season. They will host Weber National University on Saturday at Victory Field. Yes, they had their first loss of the season. I think of m- multiple seasons. I don't think they've lost in a minute. The football it's been team. a while. Yeah. Been quite a while. Hmm. they got a heck of a program over there they at Southeastern. Hey, the Florida Tropics are – it's almost time for their season to kick off. Their uh, season is going to begin Friday, December 2nd, just a little over two months uh, they're across the street at the RP Funding Center. This will mark the ninth season for the Major Arena Soccer League. The official preseason begins November 14th. Uh, good luck to the Tropics as they kick off that season. They had a heck of a year last year. Hopefully they can continue mm-hmm. that uh, moving into this next season. Flying Tigers, they have concluded their season. They lost to the Jupiter Hammerheads 4 to nothing this past Sunday. They finished their season 
uh, on Sunday with that series, and they are going two and four uh, for that series against Jupiter. Uh, believe it or not, that and like we said, that season done, but. It won't be long before the uh, Flying Tigers are back there at Publix Field at Joe Martin Stadium next uh, spring. Yep, and then kind of looking over at basketball, uh, the Magic schedule for this upcoming season was released on on Thursday. I don't know if that was last Thursday or today, but check that out. Uh, The the Lakeland Magic are set to tip off their season um, on November 4th as they are set to travel to Memphis to take on the hustle. Um, They are the NBA G League affiliates of the Memphis Grizzlies. Something that's really cool, I think, Recently, the Suns lost to the Adelaide 36ers, a team out of Australia. Okay. Um, and on that team was Robert Franks, which is a Lakeland Magic alum, and he had one heck of a game. 32 points, six three points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, and one block. And they won 134 to 124. Beating the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. With Booker, with uh, what's his Chris face? Paul, yep, Paul. DeAndre and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Going to kick off their season soon right across the street at the RP Funding Center. Man, this hour flies by every single week. I want to tell you, for anything that's going on here in Central Florida, check us out, centralfloridasports.com. Visit centralflorida.org or come out and talk to me and my team at the Central Florida Welcome Center. That's going to do it for this edition of Sports Central here on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. For my good friend, Jenna Kidd, I'm Justin. We'll be back in Better Than Ever next week. <laughs>